Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the first book of Samuel, that is Shemuel Aleph, Perak Tesvav, chapter 15. This is a important and momentous chapter. It is the chapter in which the last straw, or the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak, on the kingdom of King Saul, where, where as even though we had several indications before that, that, um, that Shmuel told Shaul that his kingdom was going to be taken away, this was. Uh, it seems that Shmuel uh, was still giving Shaul a chance to redeem himself until what happened in this story, where this it was over. And I, I, it's important as we study through this chapter. And it'll be in more than one podcast to um, pay close attention to this because it's going to give us the basic idea, the reason why Shaul was not the appropriate king, and the and which will help us understand later as we study, continue to study Tanakh, we continue to study the prophets, why David was appropriate to be the uh, progenitor, uh, the lead of the. Um, kings of Israel, and and what the function and purpose of the kingship was, and more importantly, what the function purpose of the people of Israel, the people of Judah, was to be in the scheme of, of history. Now, um, some of these basic foundations, or actually the basic foundation of it all, will be laid down in this chapter. I know that sounds grand, but as you pay attention, you will see exactly what I mean. Um, also, I apologize because uh, in the previous attempt at teaching um, this chapter in the, my podcasts, there were technical difficulties and it didn't come out well, so that's why I'm doing it again, uh, hopefully this time, uh, and I will replace the old version with the new version so you get a better technical result. Uh, so let's begin with verse 1, chapter 15. Vayomer Shmuel el Shaul. Samuel said to Saul, O see Sholach Adonai, God has sent me, and I want you to pay attention to that. God has sent me. Shmuel is making it very clear that he is not acting on his own or his own volition or his own power, but rather uh, he is acting um, as a messenger of God, which is... Uh, pay attention to this also because this will be relevant later in this chapter. God sent me to appoint you or to anoint you in this case more accurately as the king Al-Amo over his nation, Al-Israel over the nation of Israel. He, he says this twice, uh, repeats number one, his nation and number two, the nation of Israel. This is important because um, because um, <coughs> The people of Israel have a purpose in, in bringing that message of God to the world. And that's why Al-Amo, his nation, Vi'ata, and now Shema, you need to listen, Lekol Divrei Adonai, to the sound or the voice of the words of God. This is very important. I want you to listen to God's instructions. God wants you to do something. This is very important. What is it that God says? So says God, the Lord of hosts, Pokadati Ace Asher Aso Amalek Israel. I remember, I now recall that which the people of Amalek um, did to the people of Israel. Asher Somlo Baderach, 
that they uh, made a ambush against them on the road this is the emphasis and, I, and if you haven't listened to the introduction to this chapter yet I, I, I ask you to please listen again it is important to understand that for the establishment of a nation then uh, and for the establishment of a nation which requires the ability of people to travel back and forth to other nations for trade and, and for communications and other purposes and for people to feel safe and secure, bands of bandits that sit in ambush on the road and ambush the weak and pillage um, and take the, the wealth from the traveling caravans and so on cannot continue to exist. So therefore it's important. We're establishing a kingdom. You are now the king. In order to establish a kingdom, you must rid the deserts and the roadways of such bandits and banditry. And when you do so, he says, I remember that this is what Amalek did to you when you were traveling from Egypt to, to, to the land of Israel. So now, Atah, now finally, several hundred years later, we've established a king, you've established and built an army, it's time to set up a real nation. So, and to do that, Atah, now, Lech, go Kitaet Amalek, and I want you to strike down Amalek, and you must destroy everything that he owns. And tachmol means do not have any desire for their goods. Don't do it and do the same thing that they did, which was pillage others in order to take their goods, but destroy everything that they own. Because you need to show that you are not like them. You are not waging war in order to steal and take from others, but you are waging war because it's a just and proper cause. Now this is, sounds brutal, however it is important to understand that in those days when one group of people attacked another for the purpose of pillage they would take their things and they would take their women and take their people for purposes of slavery and so on so do not even take that that you need to kill everyone men women children animals from oxen to sheep it was necessary to establish once and for all that this type of behavior this type of nation could no longer be tolerated so that the world can be settled by peaceful nations. So Shaul Saul, he mustered up the nation, he got people together, he called them together, and he, um, he counted them out in a place called Tilaim. 200,000 foot soldiers via Ateret Alafim at Ishiuda and 10,000 foot soldiers from the uh, people of Judah. Already here we see that the people of Judah are being counted separately from the rest of the people of Israel, giving us a hint um, that already long before the, the split, which is going to take in place in several generations between the northern and southern kingdoms, the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of Judah, we already see that the other tribes were starting to be considered a separate entity, maybe culturally, maybe uh, linguistically even, that they, uh, that they were already a separate um, uh, group, but still working together. So the, the split was already beginning back here already. And Shaul came to the city of Amalek by Yolev Banochal, and he struck them when they were in the wadi, um, in the riverbed. Vayomer Shaul el Hakeni, um, and um, 
Shaul said to the Kenites, right? Remember, we had this the back in the book of Judges. The Kenites were the descendants of the of of Yitro of Jethro. Um, they there was a mixed bag. That some of them were um, were uh, conspiring with the uh, with the enemy. Some of them were. Um, were helpful. Uh, the the Chever uh, Hakeni was the husband of Yael, who was the hero of the story. The woman who was the hero of the story of Sisra. That was another war of destruction, where um, uh, that the p- uh, people waged back in the Book of Judges. So the Kenites were 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 not worthy of destruction as the Amalekites were. But he he said he so therefore Shaul said to the the Kenites that were living in their proximity of the Amalekites, Lechu suru redu. I want you to go and get away and and leave Mitocha Amaleki from among the Amalekite tribes. Pen because if you stay within them in the in the heat of battle, you may end up dying along with them. and you guys have done favor, you have done good with the people of Israel. you treated us well when we came up from Egypt. The people, Jethro, you know your ancestors treated us the opposite of Amalek. You greeted us, you um, helped us. So, so get away. Vayasar keni mitoch Amalek. So the Canaanites left the Amalekis, which you imagine would also tip off the Amalekites that uh, that the people of Israel were on their way. But it was still more important that to remove the friends from the fray. So those that are innocent, again, we see those that are innocent are asked to leave. Vayach sholet Amalek. The battle keeps on going, and Shaul strikes down the Amalekites. From the place called Chavilah, all the way until you get to Shur Ashel Pnei Mitzrayim, which is right next to the edges of the Egyptian Empire. So this, all of the people that living in the desert lands, um, which is the roadway, the very important highways that would link up Egypt, which was a major uh, power of the time, to the rest of the Middle East, which passed through the land of Israel, where Shaul is setting up an, his new kingdom, the Amalekites lived throughout there and made made travel and passage unsafe, and um, made civilization almost impossible to to be built and continue. And Shaul struck them all down by post es Agag Melach Amalekai, and he captured Agag, the king of the Amalekites, the leader of these bands of bandits. He captured him alive. And the entire nation of of the people he destroyed by the sword. However, here's the problem. By Achmol Shaul v'Yom al Agog v'Al Meitav Hatzon v'Habakar, and Shaul and the people had chemla uh, is sometimes translated as mercy, but here it really means desire. They desired the the um, the uh, king Agag and the good sheep and cattle v'Ham Mishnim and the. Um, the uh, the mishnim are the fattened up calves v'al hakorim and v'al uh, and lambs v'al kol hatov and all of the good things that were there all of the treasures these people had accumulated uh, um, goods from from uh, uh, who knows hundreds maybe thousands of travelers and caravans that tried to travel through the Sinai to trade back and forth. They wanted all this riches, and they didn't want to destroy them as they had been instructed. So this is all. This is now in danger of turning from a battle, a just battle, to being one 
that it was simply waged in order to obtain wealth and riches, which was exactly against the point of what God had commanded. And all of the items that had been made that were uh, beautiful and wealthy that the Amalekites were in possession of, so they kept everything that was good, but that stuff that was nimivza, that was cheap and 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 uh, and namais and not and not good quality, that they destroyed. So they picked all the good stuff and they burned all the bad stuff. Again, emphasizing that they completely missed the whole entire point. This is verse ten, and the word of God to Samuel to Shmuel was as follows: Nichamti. I now regret that I made Shaul the king. He has turned from before me, from, from, from uh, away from me. He came, he did not establish and keep my words. And Shmuel was very angry and upset about it. And what was his reaction? The classic, the good prophets throughout Tanakh we find their first reaction is not to strike out against the people but to defend the people before God and he cried out to God all night he cried out to God asking for mercy asking for some some way out of this however this does not work and Shmuel gets up early in the morning to greet Shaul in the morning and when he was on his way to greet Shaul, it is was told, presumably by some passers-by, to Shmuel, saying as follows, Bo Shaul HaKarmela. Shaul is coming to Carmel. Lo yad. He has put up a monument. This is something well known, a practice in those days after a victory. The king would put up a monument in honor of his victory, and then he went around and he passed by Yered HaGilgal and he went down to Gilgal. Gilgal, remember, is the place where Yehoshua, Joshua, first set up the camp after the people crossed the Jordan River and were ready to conquer the land of Israel. The, the, so the, the significance of setting up camp in Gilgal is very important. Shaul, after destroying Amalek, after defeating them in battle, went to Gilgal in order presumably to celebrate the victory over Amalek in a very um, in a place that had a very significant um, uh, meaning to the people uh, that is the place of Gilgal and Shmuel came and met Shaul then in Gilgal presumably now that Shmuel knows where Shaul is so Vayomerlo Shaul and Shaul began the conversation as follows and said to Shmuel Baruch Atola Adonai blessed are you to God Hakimoti et Devar Adonai I have fulfilled the word of God Vayomer Shmuel and Shmuel said Umekol Hatzon Hazebi Oznai then what is the sound of these sheep that I hear Vekol Habakar and the sound of the cattle Asher Shomea that I can hear now I want you to think for a moment right about what has happened here um, <coughs> we explained why God wanted the booty and the shalal the, the spoils of war destroyed um, and God wasn't interested in these spoils these ill-gotten gains that were among Amalek God does not want these riches to be transferred back and forth from whomever beats up the other one and takes it away this stuff was meant to be destroyed and here's where Shaul says, and completely misunderstands the, the boat. 
Vayomer Shaul, and Shaul says, My Amaleki Heviom, I have taken them from the Amalekites. Asher Chomal Ha'om, the people desired Al Meitavatzon Viabakar, all of the good sheep and the cattle. Liman Zivoach Ladonai Elohecha, so that we should now have good sacrifices to bring to the Lord your God. Viet Hayoter Hecharamnu, right? First of all, there's, and, and the rest of it, the bad stuff we destroyed. We kept the good stuff because that's what made sense. So here's Shaul saying, why did it make sense to keep the good stuff? Because now we have nicer and better sacrifices to bring to God. Shaul completely and totally misunderstood and miscalculated and just doesn't get it. He thinks that what God wants is sacrifices. He thinks that, what, of course, what God will, any God would want and another mistake, another hint, you know, because this is what all the polytheistic, all of the idols would want. They want nice, good, fat sacrifices. So we saved all this stuff. So we should be wealthy and we should have all this good stuff so we can bring sacrifices to God. Which completely misses the entire purpose and point of the battle, and the entire purpose and point of what God had commanded. He also said, Liman Zavolach, so that we can bring Karbanot, we can bring sacrifices to the Lord, your God. What does that even mean? The Lord is not your God, the God of Shmuel, of Samuel, the prophet. The Lord should be our God, or maybe my God, but certainly not your God. Not just, it's like Shaul still was thinking of God as if he was just another idol. And Shmuel happened to be the prophet of this God. And this God happens to be a strong, powerful one, so it's worthwhile for us to serve him. And the way we're going to serve him is by bringing him nice, fat sacrifices. And Shmuel is trying to teach, and this is what we're going to see when we study the next part of this chapter, Shmuel is trying to teach Shaul so that he can lead the people in a completely different direction. The direction of understanding that what God is interested in is not sacrifices, but what God is interested in is us listening to his word, to us listening to his command and living the life that he wants us to live and following his teachings and his commandments. I'm going to stop here. This will be Samuel uh, 1, chapter 15a. We'll continue chapter 15 when we hear Shmuel's response to Shaol. Thank you for studying together with me. Looking forward to continuing this book of Shmuel and, of course, the rest of the prophets together.